And that's why we keep Stevie. <laughs> wow. Come on. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. That was one of the one of the memorable intros for me, I think. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was just joking around. Steve Stabbing is in Penticton. He's our movie expert. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Hey, Steve. Hello. Welcome back to the program. Always nice to be here. Yeah, and uh, should we dig, let's dig right into it because we got the AV Club coming up. We got to pick some new movies there, and we're going all Canadian for Canada Day. So um, let's get started, shall we? Good. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Let's do this. First on the list was Steve Stabbing Asteroid City. What do those pulses indicate? What? Oh, the beeps and blips? We don't know. Some of our information about outer space may no longer be completely accurate. Anyway, there's still only nine planets in the solar system as far as we know, Billy. Except now there's an alien. What's happening now? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so what is the uh, what's the story with Asteroid City there, Mr. Movies? Basically, uh, follows a writer, you know, played by Jason Schwartzman, as is the main character for a lot of Wes Anderson stories, uh, who uh, is basically goes to uh, the small rural town of Asteroid City uh, with his tech-obsessed family uh, to take in a stargazing event. And, of course, uh, weird stuff starts to happen. And honestly, I think at this point, with so many films in uh, Wes Anderson's filmography, you're either into his stuff, you already, you, you've loved, uh, you know, Royal Tenenbaums, Grand Budapest Hotel, uh Darjeeling Limited, like you're in hook, line, and sinker, or you just don't get his work. And I don't think Asteroid City is aiming to bring any new fans, but definitely is here to visually impress the fans that have been into his work since Bottle Rocket. Can you just step into it if you want to give it a go yeah. and give it a I, go? Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's. I, I mean, the the performances are are very tailored to him like he has a, a certain uh, unique idiosyncraticness about his writing but these are some of the top actors i mean besides schwartzman you have tilda swinton scarlett johansson tom hanks jeffrey wright i mean the list goes on and on and on of all these great actors and actors that across hollywood they're always clamoring to work for him and they want to you know they want to join into his a very odd world and so i think if you're if you a fan of any of these actors you'll want to check this out very good that's probably quite the compliment i would imagine um to have names like that want to work with you mm -hmm. all right what the hell should we watch this weekend steve stebbing.ca for his website next on the list no hard feelings i'm an uber driver and i don't have a car i'm gonna lose my house you think i chose this look at this Need a car? Date our son this summer and bring him out of his shell before college. In exchange, we'll give you a Buick Regal. Date is in quotes. It's got to be a joke, right? Yeah. So oh, that was it. Sorry, is... I thought there was more because yep. it was so good. I was caught up in it. Okay. Um, it's. Uh, I love it. I love the notion of it. And uh, mm -hmm. who doesn't love a nerd coming out of their shell, hey? Exactly. And Jennifer Lawrence uh, doing a comedy like this, it just really works this film really suits her and if you just watch the trailer you'd feel like oh, okay it's just one of those grosso kind of sex comedies or they're, they're really playing for that r-rated rom-com stuff but this movie has a lot more heart than that trailer would lead you to believe and it's all based at the center of the great chemistry between uh jennifer lawrence 
uh, and her co-star in this one, Andrew Barth Feldman, uh, who damn near steals this film. Um, and the other great thing is there's not like a bad guy character in this one. Like everyone feels kind of like good at their center. And um, I don't know, this this movie's such a charmer. I, I really, really liked it. And uh, I think um, just kind of like maybe bad trailering might undersell this one. Oh, really? Just uh, just a yeah. bad, just like bad marketing angle type thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, I I think it the trailer plays like oh well, all the funny stuff's in the trailer, and but it's not, right. and I think that there's more substance to it than that. Plus a Buick. Yeah, exactly. The only thing I will complain is it feels like this movie was edited by a twelve year old with scissors, because there's some serious cuts in it that just I don't know. Maybe it was just that I watched so many movies that I notice it, but I'm wondering if the regular audience is going to pick up like, Oh, these are some weird cuts that this person's hmm. making. So, all right. Something to watch for. Steve Stebbing is here. Next on the list is blue jean. Here at home, there's been another big demonstration against clause 28, which seeks to stop councils from promoting homosexuality. I've been saying this is a good idea for years. Young people have such vulnerable minds. <laughs> All right, so tell us about Blue Jean because it goes into politics a little bit. Yeah, well, this is set during the Thatcher era in the UK uh, at a time where they were about to pass a law that would seriously stigmatize uh, gays and lesbians in the UK. And uh, the, the film focuses on uh, Jean, who is a, G a gym t teacher uh, who is has been guarding her sexuality uh, to keep her public standing safe as well as her job safe and um in the action of trying to keep everything so guarded everything starts to crumble away in her life kind of exposing the secret and this is a deep character drama um from a writer and director georgia oakley uh in her debut film and the lead actress playing Jean, her name's rosie McEwen. just such an incredible performance uh, she just uh, wears everything so well under the surface and 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 kind of is this boiling pot throughout this movie that's so fascinating to watch so if you like a good character drama i recommend this movie big time yeah there was uh, i mean that was an interesting era in general let alone the, mm -hmm. the the movie behind it absolutely steve stepping is here what the hell should we watch this weekend if we flip the switch to the streaming on disney plus secret invasion You've been gone. Things have gotten much worse. So tell us about this scary aliens space. What is it? Yeah, this is uh, the return of because uh, this is a Marvel Cinematic Universe set series uh, that has the return of Nick uh, Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury who's uh, now embroiled uh, uh, after the events of uh, Captain, Amer uh, Captain Marvel, which brought the Skrulls onto Earth. Uh, now in the modern uh, present-day set MCU, uh, the Skrulls have, uh, some renegade Skrulls have uh, kind of risen up as now a threat to the planet, uh, which, uh, which uh, uh, Nick Fury must kind of thwart with the help of, uh, of Ben Mendelsohn's character Talos. 
Um, and I really enjoy I've seen the first two episodes of this. I really enjoyed it. I like the direction this action thriller is going in. I do not like the trend that uh, Marvel is, uh, or at least Disney Plus now is used because the, tr- the cr- main credits for this series were done by AI. Yeah, this is a big, big argument. I'm right I'm not into this at all because there are a right there are graphic designers and there are creators and animation creators out there, human people that could use this work and instead uh disney is deciding to let a computer do it so they can cut costs and i think that this is completely wrong well yeah i'm i have a sneaking suspicion it was an attempt at being trendy yeah uh, right with the the topic right now and use it as a marketing point which seems to have backfired completely i would agree um and it's weird i don't think Mm -hmm. it's the kind of you know they probably did it when ai was if you go backwards in time, six months or whatever, it was probably like, yeah. oh, it's the next cool thing. And then it sort of unfolded and everyone's kind of going, <laughs> not okay. And well, so maybe they were just too far upstream with it. Have you seen these credits? They've been no, all, I just on heard Twitter about it. and stuff like that. Yeah. They don't even look that great. They look yeah. like crap. So weird. Yeah. I, I know, I know that there is art, there are artists out there that could have done a phenomenally better job and even tied it in better to what this series is about but instead it was just this ai mishmash and it's really garish and ugly i just would like to acknowledge disney plus if you're ever going to subscribe to anything to get a big bucket of all kinds of movies it's actually a really good one don't let the Mm -hmm. disney part scare you away from it Uh, my daughter really likes it so we've we've got it here and it it really is pretty good good stuff on there you can spend a lot of time on amazon like scrolling and scrolling through a bunch of just this gigantic bucket of crap to find something good and Disney, everything's pretty good on there. So you can save yourself some time. Next on the list, we are going to Prime Video with I'm a Virgo. We beat to rap. What? You never been out there? Just hit the sideshow with us. Well, I'm a Virgo, and Virgos love adventure. We showing up with a giant. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So tell us about the movie. Trailer doesn't give us much. Yeah, this show is really, really weird. It comes from the mind of writer and director Boots Riley, who did a film called Sorry to Bother You years ago, which uh, is uh, a film that on the outside is about telemarketing, but it's so much weirder than that. Uh, but now Boots Riley has returned with this store, uh, this uh, limited series for Prime Video, uh, following a guy named Cootie, a very precocious dude that also happens to be uh, 13, 14 feet tall. He's just this weird giant. And uh, he's trying to uh, form relationships and, and kind of grow as a human being and as well uh, try to uh, encounter his, uh, his idol, which is the city's superhero name, uh, The Hero, played by Walton Goggins. And honestly, this series is very much an art installation. Boots Riley is just uh, an eccentric mind, uh, known before this for his music uh, with the group uh, The Flying Lotus. Um, so if, you know, I think because we celebrated everything everywhere all at once this year in such a big way and a lot of people, they kind of connected with it. I think that weird, ins- weird, like artful things like this do have a home now in the mainstream. So I do kind of hope something like this will will get picked up and, and get some word of mouth. Uh, but it's still at the same time a little bit of a hard sell. Uh, I find it weird. Uh, we're going to have to save it for next week. Avatar, The Way of the Water. Let's save that one because um, I have sure. questions about that one. Um, let's get Guy Ritchie's The Covenant before we run out of time. 
Why he wants this job? I need the money. Don't disappoint and turn out to be a pain in the ass. No, not me, sir. Money isn't the reason he wants this job. It's Alabama killed his son. Well, there's some political implications on this one because of mm -hmm. those storylines of leaving translators and so on behind. So mm -hmm. it does strike a chord to real life. Tell us about it. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's the only issue that kind of lies with me within this film because Guy Ritchie and his new team of writers who have said they did The Gentleman, Wrath of Man, Operation Fortune recently, they're just, they've just been generating hits, and this film is a hit because it, it, it's a well-told story. Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, um, Dar Salim uh, really carried this movie well uh, as a good survival story. Um, but yeah, I mean, at its heart, yes, it is about uh, not just leaving interpreter, interpreters and everyone that, that helped the military behind, but leaving all the people behind the, the you know the non-taliban side the the people like the, the real people and how the taliban immediately took back over as soon as as soon as the u.s left at the afghanistan but at the same time guy Ritchie still has his slightly jingoistic um hoorah army stuff going on in this as well so it, it, it's two gears kind of moving against each other but i still think the the final outcome is still really enjoyable and a well-told story Mm -hmm. Very good. All right, Steve Stepping Dossier to get in touch with everything that Steve does. 